0: Dreadheads! Welcome to a brand new episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. I'm John,
1: And I'm Joe.
0: And we are excited to be back with you for another episode. Now, if you saw the pictures <laughs> or the title of this, you'll know why I said hola, because I am a very cultured individual. Not really, but okay. No, I'm not. No, no. This will definitely be the one where everyone goes at the end like, he might he might be racist, <laughs> but I'm not. It's just like I. You're re- uncultured. <laughs> there we see. There we go. I think a lot of people misconstrued. Like, well, that going white-
1: back to the previous episode, you even referred to yourself as like white trash. So I'm proud white trash? white trash. Okay, then. I'm proud white trash. So y'all, you you guys heard it. Horse's fucking mouth. No, he's just white trash. No, i uncultured. Be- I'll be the. You know we'll what? We'll get through it, arm in arm.
0: You want to say like black power? Uh, I don't know what the, the Latinos or the Asians say, All if right. they got some sort of slogan. My slogan for white people, particularly from my neck of the woods, i.e. the South, is trash power. <laughs> God that damn it. That
1: could I was really clenching my asshole. Like, oh my God, what the fuck are you about to say? I
0: have <laughs> multicultural children. I'm not, but. A, it, it, no, it's trash You and power. your
1: insensitive jokes, I get it.
0: Well, you know what? If That's you li- what I was worried about. If you're about. listening to this podcast and you ever l- go like, I didn't like that, tune the fuck out. Yeah. Or actually don't, gross Unwelcome yourself
1: from the shit show, as our wonderful fan Casey has said previously.
0: Unwelcome yourself no, from the shit show? No,
1: she welcomed everybody to the shit well, show. I welcome was people, this is people to the shit show. I don't know how show. to say that
0: in Spanish. What's shit show in Spanish?
1: Uh, show de more. No. Fucking
0: hell, man. I know, you're half Filipino, but for anyone who doesn't know, mi- you mi-erta. are a cultured swine. Mi-
1: so, Toros Mierta means, like, all shit or bullshit. So, I guess, Mierta de, whatever the fuck show is in Spanish. Because, see,
0: you know me, as a white guy, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, show-o.
1: Say what?
0: say. del show No, we
1: will just say, Toros no, we'll Mierta. Toros, it mi- all shit. We're I can't, all I shit, can't, I
0: can't roll tongue, so todos
1: whatever.
0: But. You see, you see what this is about? We're going to talk about the González Valenzuela sisters, Las Hermanas del Muerte. De
1: la Muerte. Did I miss muerte, that? I can't yeah. roll
0: tongues. I eat burritos. I don't eat burritos. I can't do it. <laughs> Cannot do it. But I you just it. did it. Because I had to literally, I literally did it every wrong way. I took Spanish. They literally, <laughs> so many times I was like, I can't do that. And they are like, well, do it. And when they saw the face I made when I rolled the R's, They just gave me a C and left me alone.
1: So they clenched their ass. I was like, I just did. Okay. So it's Las Hermanas de la Muerte.
0: Yes. Which translates to. The Sisters of the Death. Muy bien. (laughs) 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 All right. So here we go. Let's get into it. So first off. Wait, wait, wait. I have to throw it back. Throw it back? Who
1: was a Spanish teacher in our high school? I always remember we always called her Miss Walrus.
0: You only went to to the high school with me long enough for me to watch you and see you and think you were pretty. And then see you beat up a dude out on uh, the lunch area and look (laughs) at my best friend after I had literally just told him that I thought you were hot and I was going to ask you out. Then I watched you fist fuck a dude in his face. And I looked at my Being friend. Being held and went, by
1: teachers and coaches. What?
0: And I looked at my friend and I went, man, fuck that. Don't you tell her anything. <laughs> and then, we, then I spoke to you like four years later. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, the Spanish teacher where I was at was Miss Walworth, which was funny because she was actually German. So yeah. there was a German broad teaching Spanish to a bunch of kids in South Carolina. If that's not a recipe for a fucking disaster, it I don't was. know, that's Chernobyl level when it comes yeah. to education. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically, I can count to 10, ask where the bathroom is, and order up some, some grapes and eggs. Outside of that, the cartel's going to have a blasty blast with me. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, anybody from the MS-13 or the Zetas or anything like that, like, if you hear this podcast, it is not financially successful. <laughs> It's put we us in the shit. hole. We, we, it has cost us money. I'm not worth anything financially or really on a basic personal Humanistic yeah, level. As, as,
1: <laughs> He's not worth it, y'all. No,
0: no, no. As a husk of meat, I'm not very good. Like, you know, and neither are my family members. So, uh, but I need, either way. So let's, let's get into this real quick so that we, we don't take too long getting to the fucking meat of it. Because that's what everybody, mm, you talk too much. You yeah, fuck off. Go fuck yourself up yourself. Uh, what's fucking Spanish, Joe? What? What's fucking Spanish?
1: Uh, chingada espanol or española chingada? I don't know.
0: You heard what she said, motherfuckers. <laughs> now, do it. Uh, but no, seriously, want to thank everybody, dude. Eileen Warnos is fucking killing it right now. Yeah. She's been up for at this point, like almost, two or two or three, days, three two or three days. Two or three days. Yeah. She's, her, her first week is already like almost top of what we've ever done. Yeah. Everybody loves them. A crazy bitch from Florida. Mm-hmm. That let everybody know. And, I, and it, obviously I'm going to assume that it means everybody missed us, whether <laughs> they did or not. Uh, but definitely thank all of y'all for doing that. We really appreciate y'all and for showing the love. And
1: a close second was obviously the PB Gaskins, dude. I'm telling dude. People, I, I guess what it, the fuck
0: bro I, we're gonna just start focusing on people who are murderers from the south because apparently the trashier and the wider they are y'all motherfuckers are eating it up so I y'all suspect love us yeah this is about killer sisters in Mexico so this is gonna bomb with our audience <laughs> yeah. this is way too cultured for our fucking dreadheads <laughs> but anyway for real everybody thank y'all very much for yes. that Joe if they're new to the podcast where should they go to check us out
1: spreadthedreadpodcast.com what are they gonna find there all the links to our social media and obviously direct links to all all the most popular uh, podcast applications.
0: And the least popular.
1: Yeah. Seriously. And BitChute and YouTube. Yep. And thank y'all for who uh hit us up on YouTube and BitChute. Our numbers are actually pretty fucking decent.
0: Dude, that's... I have for a really goddamn surprised.
1: podcast without any fucking, like, visual. Outside I'm wor- the thumbnail. I, at this
0: point, I'm worried if we put up live video, that's going to tank. They're going to see <laughs> like, me.
1: holy shit, the as yeah. fuck.
0: Yeah, something like that. But for real, <laughs> thank all of y'all very, very much for doing that. Yeah. Um, definitely check that. Of course, you can reach out to us. Uh, Spread the dread podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, not like you fuckers fucking use it. Nope. And, and then, where's <laughs> what's the Snapchat, Joe? Spread Snapchat. the dread
1: podcast.
0: Spread the. I didn't mention it the last couple episodes. It's so fine. Shame on no, me.
1: no. But actually, we have like four or five people that have reached out and they've been like super goddamn friendly. And so. I didn't want to shame them. The and, Snapchat you know. is not
0: for friends. The Snapchat is for nudity. You want to talk kosher with us and let us know that your kids are good oh, and shit? I
1: want dick and fucking pussy pics. God damn it.
0: You heard the lady. <laughs> you you, you, uh, you <laughs>
1: shouldn't call me a lady. I am not a lady.
0: <laughs> you heard that vagina-owning human-ish person over there. Uh, but yeah, so no, for real, thank you all very much again. You yes. can hit us, up, hit us up on Snapchat. Uh, Don't forget, if you're leaving us reviews on Apple or anywhere else where you can post a, a, a good, positive review for us, at this point, I don't give a shit because, yeah. uh, because anything that's not Apple decides to be fucking weird about how they do their ratings. So honestly, at this Just point- set
1: pre- send us a fucking screenshot. screenshot we want to give out th- these stickers. Yes. Yeah, we got too many fucking of them. Come yeah. on. Hit us up. Yeah, but yeah, give us Apple- a goddamn screenshot and your fucking uh, mailing address, and yep. we will make sure we send it out with a cute little note.
0: And we would prefer that on IG, but you can't do it on Facebook or Gmail. We check all those regularly. So you do that. Boom. We'll give you some free stickers. We've given some free stickers. You can go on our IG, man. We fuck. And post them up. We have a little dread links, or not dread links, dread, dread heads head. link tab thing up there at the top. You can check that out. So definitely do that if you want to give a, get a free sticker and let the rest of the world know how truly fucked up you are. But Joe, before we get to the actual Gonzalez Valenzuela sisters episode, <laughs> we got a promo swap. Yes, we do another one for a three week in a row. This is from the Killing Time podcast. You can check them out on uh, IG at Podcast Killing Time. It's backwards. That fucked with me. Uh, <laughs> and you can find
1: them it- on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other podcasts on the Yes, but
0: they are all on there. So right now, we want to let you check out a nice promo from our dude, Aubrey Grindstaff, with the Killing Time podcast. Attention, all scream queens and horror
1: fiends. There's a new horror movie podcast hosted by me, Aubrey Grindstaff. The podcast is called Killing Time. We're going to do a lot of unique top 10 countdowns involving everything in the horror genre. We are going to do new reviews of horror movies.
0: And we're going to have a lot of fan interactions and some really cool, unique guests. So if you are a scream queen, a horror fiend, or hell, anything in between... Check
1: out Killing Time, hosted by me, Aubrey Grindstaff.
0: So, Dreadheads, you heard the guy on the promo, our good friend, Aubrey Grindstaff. Go check out the Killing Time podcast again on Instagram. You can find him at Podcast Killing Time, and his episodes are available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. All right, Joe.
1: Let's get into this fucking episode.
0: Let's fucking get into this. Yes so a lot of people i'm going to assume have never heard of these girls no i I, we didn't until we were doing research yeah
1: we were doing research they came up on a list and then obviously i'm like oh mexican women who are killers Ooh, and then i went on a fucking rabbit hole jump and i was like jonathan we got to put them on our list right and then what six no like Six episodes ago, they came up on the list. And we're like, "Oh, we're not ready for them yet." And I'm yeah. like, "They gotta, they gotta come up." Yeah, no, they we want, it, we up. want. It,
0: honestly, and here's the thing: it's honestly crazy. Especially, I mean, obviously, this is an American podcast. I would now, I, you know, I've, well, there's been people from countries who have heard of us or listened to us that I'm, you know, a very thankful, uh, but would have never thought they would have. But, but, but most Americans who are into their true crime. It's honestly funny to me when, when you go through, if you go through and look for like the big players in serial killing, you know, whether they are talking about like highest body count, this, this, and this, when we would do that, it's people we've never heard yeah, of. They're not
1: fucking here.
0: No. It, it's, it's, it's weird. It's really true. America, yeah. we're not even earning a bronze medal in the serial killer game.
1: I wouldn't say that. I think it's honestly uh, an even I will split. Say no, I think it's, it's a very even split, but I think it's very interesting that those who have the highest confirmed kill counts are not here.
0: No. Well, see, so, so for, for the, the Gonzalez valenzuela sisters, they're actually in the Guinness Book of World Records uh, for the most prolific murder partnership. partnership. Now, yep. I'm not going to spoil it. But there is, and, and he's also, I don't know what country, he's from Latino, whatever, he's south of America, mm-hmm. uh, but the one who Mexico. holds, was yeah, it Mexico? Was, I couldn't yeah, it remember, was, I know there was someone that was, uh, Colombian, that was his, Colombian that was in there his in the His first name was Luis, but. We don't want to give it away because he's yeah. on our list too, and he'll be coming up really soon. Actually holds the most confirmed body counts for a serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this—that's ha- kind of how we found out about them. Was just kind of trying to find the fringes of mm-hmm. serial killers, and, then and but every- with the
1: fringes comes with less governing and Fair more play. rural areas and less um, muni- muni- uh, municipalities Correct. that are in place. So obviously, Mexico kind of throws onto the list. Like I fucking love Mexico. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Mexico City.
0: You like, ate uh, ant eggs in Mexico? Yes, I did. As what was it called? Oh, Escamole, escamoles, yeah. And that's you went actually... to the, oh, you actually went to the fucking Mexico City underground to get <gasps> to get tacos, tacos, and your bodyguards were not happy no, that you they went. Weren't.
1: No, they weren't.
0: There is something to say about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Would Gacy, or Dahmer, or Bundy, or Ramirez, or Fish, or Panzeram—shout out to our fucking boy, by the way. <laughs> uh, would 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 they have been able to possibly be the most if if they weren't in America? Which I'm not knocking anybody, but you on a global scale, America is considered a first world country. I don't know if there is a second world country. I've always heard first and third world. And Mexico definitely gets into the range of there's first world areas, yeah. but there's also some very fucking third it's world It's because areas. of how
1: vast it is and there are still well, to this day very fucking rural points in Mexico as a country whole. Yeah. There are certain states that are not really on the global scale no. or uh, add into like the you know the uh, you know import export input of the fucking world, but you know there there's still you know rank, right kind of
0: right. high but but, but but isn't like if i'm not mistaken like doesn't mexico city hold some like honor is it like like the one of the world's largest cities though
1: mexico city yeah yeah so okay so when we traveled uh me and the person that i went there with um when we went there at that point in time either Tokyo had just taken it over, or Mexico City had just taken over the most populous city in yeah. all Mexico the world. I, could not, I I can't remember this. It, point, Mexico
0: Don. City is fucking ridiculous. It looks like it's from another world. When you think, I, I don't give a shit what country you're from. Yeah. You think of Mexico and then look at Mexico City, and you're like, that's that's I never would have known. Mexico City's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but. Still
1: very pretty. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, yeah. There's some very pretty areas, and I love the fact that they're really fucking trying to hold on to their tradition and their old world ways while trying to come into the times of modernity. Let's get
0: to the true crime, Joe. Bring us in with those sweet fucking beautiful bios you provide every week, Debbie. So,
1: yeah, let's kick it off with basic stats. So, out of my research, the Guinness Book of World Records actually calls these chicas the most... Prolific murder partnership. This partnership was Delfina, Maria de Jesus, Carmen, and Maria Luis Gonzalez Venezuela. They were all born in El Salto de. Oh, fuck. I'm going to fuck Juana this up.
0: Catalan. And the reason I know that, I'm in logistics. But yes, that's El Salto de Juana Catalan Jalisco. Jalisco. And that's a fucking, to me, honestly, like I may, I'm a dude. I may be pregnant off that name. Latinos <laughs> have got some smooth sounding shit. Uh, Joe, tell us about the four different sisters. Okay. Cuatro. <laughs> that's, that's Spanish for Quatro four. Cuatro
1: hermanas.
0: Cuatro hermanas. <laughs> Bring that shit. Come on, Okay,
1: so Maria Delfina, which was known by Delfina. Yes. So I'm going to, you know, over-exaggerate that Gonzalez-Valenzuela. She was born in 1912. No specific date. She died October 7th, 1968 1968 in prison from a construction accident. Which, (laughs) look, prelude, prelude. Oh my God, that is some fucked up shit. Just saying, I left it vague because it's really fucking good. Okay, good. All right. All right. Then there's Maria del Carmen Gonzalez, Venezuela. She was born in 1918. She died in 1949 from cancer. Maria Luis, which they also uh, nicknamed her Leggy Gonzalez, Venezuela, was born in 1920. She died November 19, 1904, while she was in jail. Then there was Maria de Jesus Chewy Gonzalez Valenzuela. Chewy,
0: like. Like my, my co-captain on the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> how, hairy, up, how hairy like, was this come. sister? <laughs> <laughs> now go ahead. Uh, she
1: was born that in... That was the-
0: Harrison Ford featuring uh, <laughs> on Spread the Dust. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Our budget's up. Keep donating through PayPal. <laughs> yeah. She was born-
1: She was born in 1924 and she died in 1990. Um, she did do her time, was released, and she was obviously at that point in time never heard from again. We don't even have a very specific date. We are only guessing at 1990 via the like eight different articles that could actually validate online.
0: They're like she had on a pair of BK Knights, <laughs> a fila jacket, and had a vanilla ice tape on her person. Uh-huh. So we're going to assume she died in the 90s. Mm-hmm. At some point, early 90s. Uh, but, yeah, so so from henceforth, just so y'all know, we wanted to give you all the official names. They will be referred to as Delfina, Carmen, Louisa, or Leggy, or Eva. Because they the third one had to be fucking Bougie AF and get all the fucking names. Well,
1: not Bougie, okay? So, from what I could understand in all my research, is like... I wanted but- to say Bougie. I know, it's Bougie. Okay, so... Eva was a nickname. Eva the leggy or the long legs.
0: That sounds um, like a fucking Italian mobster.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it was weird as shit. Cause I had then I had I'm, to research I'm,
0: it. I'm, I'm honestly, and I know they're all dead. I'm scared of her the most. You don't get a name like that without fucking somebody up. Yeah, you go Eva down on her, leggy. she's gonna
1: just lock her legs around you and, like, well, now. I mean,
0: that might be the best way to come I mean, for most straight men. Know, <laughs> if, if Cheech's character in From Dust Till Dawn was shouting that shit outside of Titty Twisters, you know, <laughs> we also got Eva the Leggy. I'd yeah. be like, how much for her? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to come back, bro. Let's do this shit.
1: So, for my uh, understanding and my research, from what I fucking read and try to translate, the best of my goddamn ability, is that she took on the nin- nickname Eva because at that time uh, there were some female prostitutes coming in from the United States, and she thought Eva meant more like a beautiful American, you know, somebody from Estados Unidos that would make her more money. I've never so, met an
0: American Eva.
1: Oh, shit, fucking happens, man. So Eva, I do- so
0: so leggy's racist. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out, everybody, for everybody who's mad at me. I mean, we're, she's racist, thinking we're named okay, F- Eva so after Eva, after that robot Wally. so I Wattley. thought it
1: was kind of shitty because I know my fucking people are short of shit. Like we're best. Like hell, my mom should actually be riding around a fucking like booster yeah, seat when M- she's in M- the goddamn Manny, car. Manny
0: Pacquiao is basically a Filipino giant. <laughs> <laughs> like really.
1: So when when I'm like leggy, I'm like, motherfucker, I don't think anybody in Mexico's leggy.
0: I don't know. Well, see, dude, I'm telling you what. You get down. You get down into Mexico's penis shape. They're they're Florida, yeah. You know, which is where their Eileen Warnosis would be hanging out. I don't know what goes on down there. So now the fourth one, was, did she go by Chewy or no? She was the one who went mostly by Maria, correct? The Mar- Maria de Jesus Chewy. She either went by Maria or Chewy.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so we got
0: Delfina, Carmen, Leggy, Luisa, Eva, the Leggy. Goddamn, fucking, uh, you know the fucking John Gotti of these fucking four sisters. All the fucking <laughs> nicknames. Then you got Chewy. Uh, who also went by Maria. Uh, I think it's hilarious that Chewy uh, died in 1990, and and it was listed, though, she did her time. Because when you find out about the crimes, I mean, honestly, we just told you, the the Guinness Book of World Records was involved with these four broads. Yeah. And yet, at some point in the 90s, Mexico as a country went, she's done enough. (laughs) So let that fucking sink in. She
1: served her full sentence, though.
0: All right, well, to be fair, you did a lot more research on this one. And this one, this, one, this one could honestly go two hours. It could go barely over an hour. All of the fucking notes, and big kudos to, to fucking to Joe. To
1: bitch Joe. For
0: sure, because like all the notes we're relying on was, all the sources were basically in Spanish. We had to rely I on did Google. did my best, Yeah, well, we had to rely on Google Translate. And, of course, Joe, she's half Filipino. She speaks Tagalog and Visaya fairly okay. Um, and and a lot of the Tagalog, especially, has a shitload of Spanish yeah, in it. Yeah. So she could she could do some of that stuff herself. But let's let's get kicking into this and get into their early life. Joe, their father was Isidro, which is a fucking sweet name. Yeah. Isidro mm-hmm. Gonzalez. Uh, he was not a sweet dude though. He was a uh, very abusive and authoritarian person. Which I mean. How many times at this point, it's honestly odd to me, heavy sarcasm, that these four I was questioning that that. These, like, what? That these four broads decided to be fucking, you know, Guinness Book of World Record holder murderers, and they had an abusive daddy. Yeah. That's rare.
1: Oh yeah, authoritative. But behind that, they also had Mother who was, like, a fucking devout fucking Catholic. Bro, I'm... Like, she's a fucking religious zealot. Seriously. She loved the fact Isidro was the way he was.
0: Wait, hold on. So she she dug him being that way? Yes. Oh, goddamn. Because of her upbringing...
1: She loved the fact that Cedro was so, like, authoritative. He was a devout Catholic as well. He, She loved the fact that he ruled the fucking household with fucking iron fists. How many at this point were the same fucking way?
0: Well, but at least I guess most of them didn't openly embrace the negativity from the other. Usually it was a—or com, or at least it was— it wasn't documented. I'll be oh, that way. It wasn't
1: documented that way, yes. and of, cor- and of course, I would agree, m- with that, uh, agree with that. But, yeah, so Isidro was an abusive and authoritative man over that- his household. And now, in and, and example, if his daughters wore makeup or if they ever, you know, daunted risque clothing, he would lock them up in the town jail to teach them a lesson. So, the only reason he even had access to this, like, fucking jail was he was a,
0: uh, he was a rural
1: policeman.
0: Oh, okay. He,
1: yeah. So, he is in charge of going to jail. I was, about to, really, I was fucking- about to
0: really give some smack to El Salto de Guanacaralan. Jalisco. <laughs> I make a sexto to you through my fucking words. There's, like, dude, there's pregnant. <laughs> Somebody just got pregnant right now. Could have been Cassie, and she's gay. <laughs> We love you, Cassie.
1: Yeah, we we <laughs>
0: really do love you. Uh, yeah, so so okay, so he was oh so, so he was a, not only an abusive father, but abused his position and power. Yes. Imagine that. Now the mother's name, Joe, was Bernardina Valenzuela. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a devout Catholic, as you said, religious zealot, and and just fucking got fucking just moist as shit when yep. Isidro decided to be a fucking complete twat hole to his fucking daughters. Yeah. Matchman, hell, just like, we went back to Fred and, and Rose no, no, no. West. And like, and, how the fuck do these people fucking
1: meet? So, in the culture, though, and I will say this by my own fucking family measures machismo is a big fucking thing thor- towards like Hispanic and Spanish culture. So, machismo does circulate a lot of different shit. Uh, Unfortunately, I enjoy, without somebody saying, or, or, well, well outside, without somebody saying like cutting their fucking knees out from underneath them it's a little too goddamn
0: much. I, I enjoy the idea of machismo, mostly because, and I'm not sure this is legit at all, but I, I hope that uh, people who spoke Spanish referred to Randy Savage as machismo man savage. Um, <laughs> and it's a great word. It really is. But I don't see... Dude, it could have
1: been a great word without a lot of the fucking religious well, you're not backing being, to me, you're not that being it fucking a, came from. You're not
0: being a man just for, because you'd abuse your fucking power and lock your daughters up for dressing risque or wearing makeup, I guess my whole thing was that we have plenty of, of uh, examples where, I mean, god damn, okay, I know, I know you used to like to watch this show, not that you agreed with them, but you found it fascinating, that's fine, there's a lot of shit I watch that I find fascinating that I don't really agree, I definitely don't agree with it or like, but you used to enjoy that nineteen kids and fuckers yeah, thing. Yeah. But okay, so there you go. There's someone who. But
1: I found it fascinating from the the standpoint is like my mom is actually one of a uh, thirteen other fucking kids. Who's so
0: in your blood? So I, yeah.
1: So that part There's of the blood. There's a lot of Latinos
0: right now. listening. But to there was like, not oh, a yeah.
1: single fucking male on that fucking show that showed me machismo. They were all no. a bunch of fucking like. Soy boy but, fucking simp. But what
0: I was gonna say that was that you,
1: sisters. Just saying.
0: Yeah, he's fucking dude. That that older brother is so fucking fucked at he's this point. He learned
1: he's, it from the dad. I'll just well, say nothing it. else has came out about shit. the dad.
0: Nothing's came out about the dad. The yeah. dad's. I mean, with as much investigation as that had been going on with that boy, you figure something would have cracked about the dad. I think the dad was just fucking. Reli- do do your fucking thing. A religious religion. simp
1: soy boy? Okay.
0: I yep. don't know. What the fuck? I can agree, I agree with that. However, but there is no history of that dad from that show being physically and verbally abusive to his daughters or his sons to still get them to adhere to the lifestyle and the religion and the Physical embodiments of what he believed.
1: No, he just isolated him so he didn't have to show, show muscle power. And
0: all I'm saying is, this Sidro <laughs> should have done the same, Joe. Yes, yes. And I'm sorry, but if you're in fucking Jalisco, Mexico, and El Saltillo, or El Salto, they. they Jalisco,
1: the state they, of Jalisco. They're
0: to wanna, wanna Catalan. <laughs> Look, I'm in logistics. I actually. Oh
1: my God, I think I'm pregnant.
0: Oh, you better not no, be. I know, right? God almighty, I'm going to I'm gonna throw you. this laptop at your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please do right but, here. But, but, but someone who's in logistics, like El Salto El Salto's not the fucking... I mean, it's it's a decently well-known little area. I don't know how it was back then, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it, I don't know. I just don't... I don't like the fact of him doing the shit, especially the fact that Isidro, yeah, he was part of the rural police. You don't uh, like
1: Catholics, and it's okay, because...
0: I don't play. either, and That's my mother and is a ca- Catholic. And if you're Catholic and completely fucking sane out there, groovy. Do your fucking yeah. thing.
1: Hit but us up, because holy shit, you're missing us. We
0: may want to interview you, yeah. you know, just as an example. But yeah, so Isidro, he was part of the rural police in charge of riding through town on horseback, because he's a fucking badass named Isidro, and <laughs> it's the 20s, uh, on horseback and keeping the peace. Uh, but he abused his powers. Uh, Joe, Isidro actually had killed a man during an argument. Yeah. Uh, and, and after he shot the man, he actually gained a lot of enemies. Yeah. Uh, his entire family had to relocate to a small village uh, of San Francisco del Rincon in Guanajuato. Yeah. Uh so, so after they left uh, Jalisco, they went to yeah. Guanajuato.
1: Yep. And, you know, they grew up... It- I think honestly influence between the religion and their their provincial so, so quick ways. Quick question from the
0: best of your ability, did they spend more time of their youth in Jalisco or in Guanajuato? Guanajuato. Okay, fair play. Fair play. Yeah. I, just, I just wanted to ask that go back to what you were saying though. Yeah,
1: so they grew up and as they got older because of their upbringing of everything that happened in their past, they actually had a constant fear of poverty. And between the sisters, uh, they decided at that point in time to prevent themselves from beco- be- becoming a victim of poverty because it is a victimization. I will say that on my own behalf. Fair that it made them open up small businesses in the town where they grew up.
0: Which is cool. That's the old... The old- you know, b- Bucket, I'm going to change it. Pulling up by the bootstraps. You, yes. You know, your past doesn't dictate your future. Kind of exactly. Shit. But now don't. Bravo, go to the bitches. Bravo. At this point. Yes. And then eventually. Muy mal. <laughs> muy fucking mal, yeah, babes.
1: Así, I see. I, see. I
0: don't the like madre. that. I, I know. No, I, I see, know what así, así. Así, Yeah. So, so. Yo. And I don't agree with phone. that because people died. But let's continue. Let's <laughs> yes, continue, yes, Joe. Yes, tell, yes, tell, yes. Us, tell us about their businesses and stuff yeah. they did.
1: So they ended up pulling their money together. And they ended up actually opening their first saloon in San Pancho.
0: Tell you and, right now, if, if I'm in San Pancho and I see a saloon, I don't know if I'm going to walk out. But goddamn, it, I'm, gonna I'm walk not going in. in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That sounds like a fucking party spot, and I'm gonna at least <laughs> see somebody fucking possibly die or really fucked up. Goddamn, go with that. God
1: Goddamn. Yeah. All right. That's, that's <laughs> probably why I love you. So, um, obviously, this particular saloon didn't bring a whole lot of money for them, but it ended up at least giving them enough money so they could eat, so they could survive. Hey. It, it met the bare necessities. And obviously, if you don't know, a saloon at this point in time in Mexico was literally just a bar. It was a bar in the middle of nowhere. It it serviced those who were going to pass by. Now, if there may have been one or two, you know, women of the night, that wasn't of their the the focus of their business. It was just a saloon. And if you now, also don't Westerners, know, Joe
0: mentioned the bare necessities, which was a religious system set up by oh. a really cool bear called Baloo in the jungle book that lets you know that if you got some, you got some shit to eat and, and you know, some you people to fuck, to we're going to copyright. Don't sing it. Don't <laughs> sorry, sing it. Sorry. But everybody, you, you know, you, you don't know, want me to bow, sing it, bow yeah. down to Baloo <laughs> and his smart shit. So, so yeah. So, I mean, again, I mean, sometimes, you know, when you're, I mean, again, you're definitely talking Mexico in the fucking twenties, thirties, forties ish at this point. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about legit fucking third world at this fucking point. I yeah. mean, Mexico City's not even a fucking shell of what it is now back then. Yeah. So the the country as a whole, definitely a third world country. So f- believe me, if you're, if you're sitting there with, with enough to eat, I don't give a shit if it's just water and fucking rice, you're doing better than most of your people fucking around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at this point, Joe... Am I, am, am I reading this correct? Delfina went back to El Salto, Jalisco, to set up her first brothel at this point. Yes. So, so, di, no, so now she was the first one to leave Guanajuato of the sisters. Are the other three sisters still in Guanajuato to the best of what you could figure out? So, dude,
1: I could not even... Because Delfina's
0: the oldest.
1: Yeah, Delfina... By, by, by two well, or three years. Okay, so it even took like ten fucking articles for me to even figure out if Delfina or Carmen... Was the eldest. But for my best of fucking knowledge. Right. Delfina was the eldest. And I left it as such in the fucking notes.
0: Well from the birth dates Shit we found is she was. fucking murky. Right. Well th- again you're talking about at this point. Roughly a hundred years could ago. I
1: years. Yeah. And you're talking about four fucking females. All with the first name Maria. Yeah. So. Figure it
0: a fucking yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but per our notes. And believe me. If anybody's got some more insight on this. I would love to fucking yeah. talk to you on yeah. IG. We'd love that. And Fuckin if Fucking scold me. If you've got Fuckin plenty crucify of fucking... Fucking me. I-,
1: I tried my goddamn best. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, yeah. I promise you, for most podcasts who do this shit, and I'm going to tell you what, for all of the podcasts who swear as much as we do, we probably do the most fucking research. I pride, you, I'm telling you, we deliver. John's a
1: swear, I'm a swear, but secondary, I'm a fucking dork.
0: No, and we fucking, when we do it, we deep dive. This isn't just, we don't just pull Wikipedia and fucking roll with it. <laughs> yeah. We dig some shit. Try pulling
1: Wikipedia on this shit, yeah, motherfucker. Got, dude, there ain't shit.
0: I've probably got a bigger Wikipedia article about me than these girls do. Non
1: existent on either of us. It's okay, though.
0: Yeah, but if you now, if any of you want to set that up, and <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I will tell please you this. No, don't. You no, know, please, please, no, don't. I don't
1: no. want to see either of our histories. Well, I don't know. I might, I might <laughs> in read reading I'm,
0: form. I might read what they create and be like, God damn, they don't know me at all. They think <laughs> really highly of me. Fuck yeah. And I'll sign off on that and be, you know what? Yeah. Uh, so, so Delfina goes down back to Jalisco, their home area, and installs her first brothel yep. in it, El
1: Sato. So, yeah, yeah. Jalisco's estate. El Sato is the province or city.
0: Right. If you're outside of that, it's your state and city. Uh, if you're in Canada, it's your province and city. If you're in Australia, it's, yeah. you know, those cunts over there. Yeah. So I,
1: but either way, at right. that point in time, it was super isolated, which meant that the brothel control could control it. because Not a lot of
0: oversight, yeah, government-wise. Exactly. It wise. was
1: scarce. You know, there was no oversight, no municipality. Which m- I'm not going to get into my personal
0: beliefs, but. Good for El Salto back then.
1: Yes. Yes. No outside influence. So because of the lack of control and scarcity of control, the location was super neat. And it actually attracted all kinds of clients, policemen, soldiers, and, and municipalities. Wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me <laughs> that public service workers, politicians, and military men like to pay for sex? <laughs> Is this just a Mexico thing? <laughs> I know that's sarcastic. This has to be just a Mexico thing.
1: Again, remote area. The location was neat. The because the brothel control was obviously Delphina Sierras had pride of in real, what she was area. doing.
0: She, she, it was a legit. She thing wanted for her. it
1: clean. She wanted it. Uh, she wanted a respectable fucking business. Fair play. Where she ran her girls at this point in time. Top notch,
0: madame.
1: Yeah. So she was attracting the type of clients like policemen, soldiers, and municipal workers, and Delphina's pupils, her workers took to the streets, tempting customers to, brith- uh, to uh, visit the brothel at night. So, street workers, catcalling. That's fine.
0: So, so, Vegas of Jalisco. Yeah. There we go. I don't
1: actually think they're allowed to do that, but- They can hand time. them flyers
0: out, though. Yes,
1: flyers, but nothing else. So, it's like else.
0: physical catcalling, but they can't, you know, they yeah. can't say it, I Show guess, Show the anymore. goods.
1: So, in 1948, a gun-toting rampage caused its closure. So Delfina's very first club was shut down because somebody decided to sling a gun. Now, Delfina took her women at that point in time because everything it caused everything to close down to San Juan de los Lagos Fair. And it's just a fair.
0: What, what? What? Are there fairs like ours? Like, you know, merry-go-rounds and fried Twinkies and I shit? I have or?
1: no idea. That was the name of it. Couldn't find fucking pictures of it. It is what it well, is.
0: Well. Fair play, oh, ho 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 Dad joke for y'all. God. Dad in Las Vegas, wishing it was the 80s. <laughs> <I could> fucking, <laughs> could, go on, go
1: on. Now, once she arrived to the fair, with the support of the mayor at that time, she rented two premises to set up a bar with several rooms for so, servicing. So it
0: does sound like a fair, and like she basically rented, you know, she fucking bought out the fucking cotton candy and fucking funnel cake booths. Set up some fucking hey, you want to have a real good time, some motherfucker? Some fun. Yeah, yes. some, of the, some of that punani tense. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, sorry. El punani. Because <laughs> it's Mexico. No. And I don't know what punani is in Spanish. <laughs> Continue.
1: Yes. This ended up becoming known as El Guadalajara de Noche. Oh, so, so she went back
0: to Guadalajara then?
1: No. It's the night of Guadalajara. That was just the na- so, name so of the place. So,
0: do we know, well, I, I'm, someone could tell us, but I didn't know if, I, I thought maybe San Juan de los Lagos was back in Guadalajara, so that's why I was asking. No, I, like, no, 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 I'm okay. not,
1: yeah, it was just the name of the location. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Um, so, at this point in time, Delfina, like, brought in her sisters, Maria Luisa and Carmen to the business. Louisa,
0: that's leggy, right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, so, so.
1: I say yes, and I'm over here looking. Cherry yeah. hasn't, yeah, still Louisa, hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, Louisa okay. is leggy. Yes. Gotcha. Yep. 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 yep.
0: They were helping, I, I see here. So uh, her sisters were helping with the cash register, uh, running the kitchen, because, you know, you, know, you want to keep the motherfucker there. So, once
1: respectively, he's- so the cash was ra- ran by Carmen um because she began selling clothes she was making and like other personal items to the workers I I
0: dig that side hustling on her sister's hustle. I feel that kind that's of fucking, but not that's, really. That's some La Familia and, uh, right motherfucking there, bro. That's how you do it. <laughs>
1: and uh la you want some Luis? sex
0: or like a poncho or something you know you got to bring in everybody. everybody something for everybody the other ones up there like hey i got tostadas you know we got fucking vuvuzelas up in here you chimichangas want some? or yeah. you got
1: the chimichanga we'll yeah. you or out. would
0: you like to fuck <laughs> that's my kind of spot right there joey we about to have to go to san juan de los lagos <laughs> tell you right now and, and, bring Salto, kids, and bring the kids and bring the kids because they got everything mm-hmm. there. Yeah. No, this is fucking, this, this is real Vegas right here. Baby. This is the way it is. Go on, go on.
1: <laughs> um, so again, she added her sisters, Maria, Luisa, and Carmen. Uh, one was entrusted with the cash register. Carmen began to sell the clothes she was actually making and other personal items to the workers. But she was logging the names and the debts of each one of the workers. But the problem with that is that every single
0: purchase,
1: they, they were actually mm. forced to make since they had no freedom. They could not leave. So they either bought it from her. Here's where dark.
0: Here's where it starts getting dark. Exactly. This is the, this is the, dark, the, 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 the dark before, the, or sorry, the, the sun setting on the darkness. Yes. Here's where it starts.
1: Yes. So uh, she was selling, or she was making and selling these items, but these girls, they couldn't buy it from anywhere else because they were forced into <laughs> this. So
0: she's like, you need this feather boa. Well, I don't have a feather boa. No, you need this one. Oh, That's expensive oh. as shit. Yeah. That
1: means I have to turn tricks on like ten other guys. Cool. Yeah, you to write out your out name luck. down
0: though. Yeah, you're sure. You. Here's luck. a certificate for a free funnel cake.
1: Yeah. So this two tents fa- over. Yeah. So this fair ended fifteen days later.
0: It's a lot of fuggin'.
1: Delphina at this point can literally walk out with two suitcases full of money after fifteen days of work from her workers so that she could end up at that point moving these workers to San Francisco del Rincón, Guanajuato.
0: Guanajuato, yeah. Guanajuato. Whatever. And that's, ni- and that's 1940s Sorry, That's nineteen forties Mexican suitcases. That's big. That's basically a trunk with, with a handle that you have to lift it by. <laughs> yeah,
1: no wheels. You know what I'm fucker. saying? Yeah, yeah,
0: no. So this broad made out fucking like a fucking bandit. Uh, however, when she, when she gets there... Uh, brothels, they're not prohibiting Guanajuato. No. So she's there. Uh, She's also, again, supported by Municipal Presidente Adelado Gomez. Uh, Delfina actually rented a very large house while she was there. This was, again, called El Guadalajara de Noche.
1: As well. So now the interesting about... Got a
0: theme running here.
1: Yeah. So the interesting thing about the president backing her is that either... He came out with that name.
0: The municipal president by the way, yes. not not the president of Mexico. Yes, yet. it
1: could not be validated if Delfina rented it in her own name or if she was allowed to rent these uh, rent this particular location in his name, but either way one or her or him or her was like, "Oh, this is the this is the 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 noche house. This is it." <laughs> yeah. One or both or either of them tried taking fucking credit for this shit.
0: Goddamn Mexico gets trill, bro. I fucking love it.
1: But the business, it came to fruition. The biggest point in time was when her sister, uh, Maria de Jesus.
0: That's chewy. (laughs) Now, Maria de Jesus, we said earlier... She was actually the only one who was who actually went by, outside of a nickname, actually went by Maria. Yeah, yeah. So I'm making chewy jokes, but that is, if you remember from earlier. That is her earlier, nickname She she, when went she got by really Maria. thick
1: into the brothel side right. of business. Yeah. Right, yeah. She
0: had to have her gangster name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That name that ain't on paper, so you can fucking wash that money real good and get it back to her.
1: So she meets a Reynoso. Reynoso is actually also known as Laura Laraga. And the only reason she goes by this, like, other false name is that she ran a brother in Leon and rented her property from a gay man nicknamed El, and I'm going to fuck this up.
0: Do it. Because <laughs> I can't be... fuck it up any less than you, so.
1: <laughs> uh, El Pacuquines. And El Paquinas was a wealthy aunt doctor and actually offered to sell them his property, the sisters, his property in Lagos.
0: So that, would that still be so like they, the would that be like the San Juan de los Lagos, like the where the fair was, Lagos? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: From my understanding, and again, this is you know like almost hundred years ago, well, You got no, years well, ago. I understand.
0: We're in America. Mexico's really far away. It's all small and tucked away down there where it's cold. You know that is Mexico, right? I'm no. Just,
1: I, you guys can't see this, but I'm just over here shaking my head at him.
0: Look, when I was out in the galaxies with Chewie, the fourth sister. Oh, God. No, no, go right ahead. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, so, the, yeah, yeah, but, so, so the sisters actually bought the bar, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So with
0: those two suitcases full of money. Yeah. So the
1: only reason, and it'll be the only time we bring her up, Guadalupe Reynoso, Reynoso, also known as Lua Larraga, La um, she put them into contact with this gay guy. Gay guy, wealthy eye doctor, kind of thing, owned a bunch of fucking land in Mexico. Jack of all
0: trades. Yes. And oh, sorry, a one of all trades.
1: And the reason why his nickname was so important is that the sisters ended up buying this bar in Lagos de Moreno, and the nickname ended up being passed on to the sisters. The sisters were at that point in time, and then therefore known as La Las. Kiniwasqui. I don't fucking know. Chianchis
0: or whatever. But that was yeah. a nickname they didn't like. They didn't like being: No, they hated it. his underling yeah. or or associate.: And I tried my and- best
1: to find a fucking uh, translation of this. I, it's such a fucking nickname. I think it is so derogatory that no fucking translation engine. Tell me what the fuck it meant.
0: But but let's let's blast through these next couple of points to get to get to the fucking dread. Yes. All right. We're yeah, we're yeah. making jokes, but it's all leading up to somewhere. So I hope you guys are still with us. Yeah. Delfina and Carmen operated the brothel in Lagos de Moreno in the state of Jalisco. Mm. Uh, Maria de Jesus Chewy, uh, aka Marina or Maria, operated La Barca de Oro in Leon. Guanajuato, which is in central Mexico, and Leggy, Maria Luisa, operated a brothel near the Mexican border in the state of Tamaulipas. Mm-hmm. Um so now let's 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 get in to why we're actually fucking talking about these sisters. Warning. Warning at this point. This has been a lighthearted fucking episode. Yeah. Oh god damn does it get dark.
1: Yeah. We're about to get a thick of it, y'all.
0: Yeah, we're about to yeah. put that dread on thick like some Duke's mayonnaise on a fucking southern sandwich. Oh,
1: god damn it! I want some. I want a tomato sandwich now. All right. You so- said that, not me. Go <laughs> ahead, though. So, I I want to preface that this particular um area of our notes as it's actually called workers' control and pregnancy. So. Well, yeah. There you go.
0: If yeah. you know us, especially that those last two words, control and pregnancy, is <gasps> <es> no bueno. <laughs> so, Joe, kick us into that shit, because here's my time to shine.
1: All right. So, Delfina would patrol the countryside, and she loved hitting nearby ranches and Guanajuato or venture into Jalisco and... Uh, Michoacan, yeah, Michoacan, yeah. Um, they were looking for the prettiest young girls, as
0: brothel owners would do.
1: Yeah, so they would offer them jobs in Guadalajara or Leon, um, as maids or waitresses. Which is and not obviously, what they were going to do. No. So these poor young peasant girls. They obviously had dreams of a life in the big city and lots of money. And obviously, they would be happy to oblige these, you know, uh, prospects.
0: Right. And And that's the way shit worked back then. Someone could just come in and and if they looked the part, which I mean, clearly they're making money hand over fucking fist. So anytime Delfina or any of the other sisters are out there recruiting, you know, they're probably dressed very nice. They're looking very good, very respectable and all that other stuff. So, I mean, yeah, back then, there was no fucking Craigslist. There was no want ads or this fucking isn't like anything a like that. pimp a newspaper. coming up
1: to your household with a fucking like set of chains and a fucking <laughs> Bitch, you like make some pimped mini? out fucking like Cadillac or Lincoln Continental Town Car, like you. That's a uh,
0: sturdy car. <laughs> That's a that is a handsome car.
1: <laughs> your, your old school Lincoln Town Car was a fucking hoss.
0: That thing was literally an iron mine on fucking that wheels. You got if over. I would have. Yes, they pulled me over cuz they Apple thought I was black and, and I Charlotte? wasn't. I saw the look in the cop's eyes when he pulled me. And he, was he was literally like, like oh all God, those what? cops on on that South Park episode where they went after Michael Jackson and when they got to his house and realized that he looked white, they were fucking confused. That cop was blown away when he saw my fucking chubby white ass sitting at the fucking helm of that fucking boat. Yes, it does fucking happen. But I digress and Joe goes on. <laughs>
1: So they were offering jobs as, like, maids or waitresses. And, again, obviously, these girls were happy to oblige. Um, now, obviously, there were times where they didn't give a shit about how good they looked or the jobs they offered. And with the help of Delfina's lover. Um, hey, you,
0: you got to have a second string and a third string, no matter what sport you're playing.
1: Yeah. So with, her, with the help
0: of, <laughs> I know that hurts some people to hear. But it's the truth. Sometimes you got to have day shift prostitutes. And you know what? That's when you do it. More power to those broads. Because you know what? Sometimes dudes or dudettes need a little daytime lovin'. And you know what? When you go into a fucking brothel at 2 p.m., you get what the fuck you get. But I'm going to tell you what. If you're going in there at 2 p.m., the prostitutes are getting what they get too. Because you probably ain't the fucking prize pig you fucking self either. Bump Uglies, give them some money, get on with your fucking days.
1: Uh, I, was, I, was, I, I was actually waiting for you to say, like, amen. Like, <laughs>
0: <Mm-hmm-hmm>. <laughs> testify.
1: <laughs> so, other times, with the help of Delfina's lover, is that is that quote a- unquote, Black Eagle, <laughs> Zoniga, God and- damn, that's a name, and Captain Aguia, They'd kidnapped the girls. They were right, just well, fucking take them. Those names
0: aren't as cool now.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. Well, at this point in time, so there was a lot of aggressive expansion, obviously, and their, uh, I guess you could say, empire. And in the midst of all of this- Like, cr- just
0: like development and stuff around it, them? Or? Yeah, uh,
1: because they were trying to aggressively expand their brothels oh, okay. to uh, more have more offerings with the girls- um, their sister died of cancer.
0: That was Carmen at that point that died of cancer. Yes. Okay, so while they're doing all these these aggressive expansions in the 50s, so now we're down to three sisters. Yes. Trace Las Hermanas de la <laughs> Muerta at this point. And I don't know if I said <laughs> that right. But Carmen is, she's no more. Yeah. You know. El Jesus took her to the fucking big brothel in the sky. Yes. Uh,
1: and at this point in time, there's actually only two brothels that are running. And it's uh, Guadalajara de Noche and uh, Barca de Oro. And the young girls, uh, the, the girls are just put to work. Now Either they, your, they notes, were wa-
0: your notes say young girls. Yeah. Okay. Am I foreshadowing? Yes. Go right ahead. Then let me, let me let everyone know. Shut have, the fuck up. All right.
1: Yeah. So the prettiest virgins were either saved for later, awaiting patrons with really fat wallets who could pay the big bucks. Um,
0: So they were selling off virginity and shit at these fucking brothels?
1: Oh, yeah. They were grabbing girls as young as, like, 10, 11 years old. Oh, Jesus Christo. Fuck me, man. Gross. The prettiest virgins were saved for later. They were awaiting patrons with fat wallets who would pay top money untouched girls right now the others would be raped they would be intimidated and they were given ice cold fucking water showers as part of their initiation like bitch you are gonna endure this this sucks but guess what this is only a prelude to everything you're about to go
0: through so when 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 you're talking about the raping was like so that was done before they were even made into actual prostitutes yes by like Black cap- Eagle and the Captain yep. and others and, and sh- El
1: Tepo, which we're about to talk about.
0: Oh God! Okay, yeah. all right, and here we go. I saw el son. Tepo
1: was delfina's son. El Tepo, El Tepo, yeah. El Tepo, yeah. So again, the girls would have to buy their own clothes, their make uh, their makeup strictly from their their captors, the sisters. And gotcha. okay, obviously they were held against their will. They were controlled by the sisters and, like John just said, um, Black Eagle. Now the Delfina's son um, his uh, normal name was Ramon so, Torres. Fuck El wait, so this is Tippo.
0: this is Delfina's blood son? Blood fucking son. Oh, and fuck. I have
1: no idea because Delfina was known to prostitute herself, but she was uh, prior to that she liked a couple of men like and I say couple two, two older men that she was known around town, she actually loved, they loved her kind of thing. But her father, like, kind of squelched all, you know, possibilities with, like, locking her up in a jail. So there, there is
0: no way of knowing who is uh, no. uh, El, no. El, El, El Tepo's biological no, father. No, absolutely okay. not.
1: So I do not know if it was from the, older me- the two older men she dated that her father was not approving of, or if it was the point in time where she was... Okay, well, I can kind of give sex right. to this particular politician Could, and yeah. get what I need right. because I want to open who, this business. Who knows? Yeah. So, you know so
0: Ramon I mean? El Teppo, uh, which was Delfina's son, uh, yep. he served as the muscle, helping to keep the girls in line. Uh, all right, is the next lines uh, on you? Next lines on you. God damn.
1: So sometimes the there was a few pregnant girls. They would actually be beaten and forced to miscarry. If the sisters thought they were still worth good money, so they Fucking wanted to hell. get rid of the pregnancy as quick as possible.
0: Get so them the back girls, to work.
1: Yeah, six to eight weeks later, they're, they're ready to start making money again. Those fetuses, You think they actually
0: waited six to eight weeks? No. No.
1: No, I say six to eight weeks because obviously patrons are not going to want to buy a still bleeding, semi-just recently miscarried woman. Right, you
0: haven't been on you porn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm God just saying. John. If we're gonna spread the I, d- I don't, the drip, need, to, it I don't need to thick. know your you porn history. <laughs> oh fuck you! That's not happening. Trust me. There's a lot of people who'd be very disappointed if they saw that history, but that ain't on it. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> and my mommy in heaven. She's up there with El Jesus and Carmen. <laughs>
1: So, um, oh goddamn! I'm just laughing, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah,
0: I know." This is the floor? thing that sucks. This is why I'm telling you. Like, this is why our audience—they're a select few. <laughs> they're a select people who, and I'm telling we you, we love
1: y'all. We know we'll oh, never we be fucking it. famous. T- we know we'll never no. be popular, but we do. We really do adore. No, y'all because we gonna, we're like, going to downshift. We're, we're going to
0: downshift from a giggle and a joke to the fact that fetuses were buried at the brothels. Or the sister's main ranch in Loma del Angel. hmm Well Now, so these are the miscarried fetuses.
1: Yep. They had to get rid <sighs> of them somehow.
0: I mean, at this point, and I hate to sound like a fuckhole, but, like, burning would have been better than that just, Burying them? Uh, Is you did read all the notes. Thing? No, 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 no. We'll all get right. to that. Okay, really. I'm so sorry. I assumed that it didn't have fucking multiple fucking layers on this goddamn <laughs> thing, you <these laughs> sick fucking bitches.
1: <laughs> um. Now, there were girls that actually gave birth, and the children ended up being raised inside of the brothel. Now I will
0: say this. That's historically not very unheard, unheard of. of.
1: Yeah, absolutely and it's,
0: not. And I, I believe me, the first thing when I hear about a kid being raised in a brothel, my mind goes to the fucking worst. And I'm sure it fucking happened way more times than any of us would like to fucking think about. But that was not always despite wherever these fucking notes go because again, I told you, Joe had to do the most of the research because a lot of shit was in Spanish and as you can fucking tell, as educated as I sound, I am not very prolific in Espanol. But that did happen a lot, and there's, there's and again, this is why legalization would be good and things of that nature. But there were plenty of known brothels that took care of the kids; they weren't exposed to any fucking no. thing or anything like that. So
1: there were certain matrons that were actually in charge right, of raising right, those right. children to keep them away from. But the before, business.
0: before I assume that the that these th- you know four you now three, you can't assume
1: it in this case. You can't assume in this case because there was no allegation saying that there was any kind of pedophilia. child pedophilia. Yeah.
0: prostitution yes and there's right, been cool. no right, kids well then, since
1: the fact they've came out and like oh this happened to me nothing other than like the that the has clearly came-
0: underage girls that they were recruiting yes i mean obviously we're not talking fucking infants and toddlers and stuff like that like the babies that were here but there were definitely underage girls being fucking yes. thrown into the mix
1: but honestly if you talk about the menstruation history I, of yeah, women i know
0: we we, we think yes. about modernity and stuff like that but there was yeah i i I'm I'm with you there. Not saying it's right, but different time, different place, different part of history. So so So, yeah, go on. Yeah,
1: some girls were given uh, the some girls gave birth. The children were raised in the brothel. Now, if a girl got sick due to malnourishment and STD, because obviously we're talking about like the 30s, 40s, 50s.
0: Yeah, not a lot of condoms going on down there. She
1: gave birth, or she was part of an impromptu abortion she would be either locked in a room and starved to death.
0: Here goes the dread.
1: Yep. Or the other girls would be forced to beat her to death with sticks.
0: Like the other prostitutes? Yeah. Fucking with hell. With the
1: promise that that wouldn't happen to them. Oh, if you partake, we need to take care of this trouble. You're not part of that trouble. Oh, this will never happen Well, and there's to also you. the
0: brainwashing aspect yep, of it, too. That's oh, if, where you wanna, if you want to lie to us and hide that you're pregnant, which I'm... If they're willing to fucking force abortions on girls, clearly the ones who actually would have the kids slipped under the radar. They didn't say nothing to nobody. They didn't gain enough weight, but still was able to carry the fetus to fucking actual birth. Mm -hmm. So this is a way of brainwashing the rest of them and be like, okay, cool. You don't have to tell us you're pregnant. You can fucking barely survive on your food and not show and shit like that. And then this is going to fucking happen to you.
1: Yes, yeah. Um. So again, they were Park. locked in a room and starved to death, or the other girls would be in a sex. Now, quote unquote, Black Eagle, that's Delphina's lover, and the sister chauffeur, Captain Agia, were handed the bodies, burned them, or they buried them in mass graves. So this is how everybody comes into play. Right,
0: and starts for- the problems here yes. with these. I mean, well, there's problems been going on, but th- this leads up to everything. This is going somewhere, everybody.
1: And now, the Johns with a lot of cash.
0: I <laughs> hate that term. Yeah, a John never- does, hey, Johns to for the prostitution. Best of my, to the best of my knowledge, I've never met a prostitute. I'm not a, dude, you want to buy some fuck, pay for some sex, and you're fucking selling some sex? Groovy, I don't look down on anybody in that shit. But as someone whose fucking name is a slur for someone who pays for sex, I would at least like to have knowingly met a prostitute at this point. I thought
1: your name came biblically, though.
0: Well, my full name is Jonathan, and it is biblically because I'm Southern, so naturally I'm Baptist. I wonder if that's
1: a bastardization of the, the Bible
0: version of Jonathan, though. I have no idea at this point, but in my but let's throw the Hagans Bible out of throw it. Throw
1: the Christians under the bus. The Christians, the, the either way, under either the bus, way, yeah, I could go anywhere in
0: the world and say the word, the term John to a prostitute, and she would know what was going on. She'd probably get. And I oh, would still and, John, and right? I would still not know she was a prostitute. <laughs> she, could, she could probably be literally sitting on my face, and I'd be like, wait a second, <laughs> what's going on here? That's all this is hasty.
1: Right? Yeah. I feel yeah. the herpes on the herpes.
0: What yeah. <laughs> <of> those bumps. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I better be Razor Burn, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I broke Joe. I broke Joe. you, you got to love the fact that you can break your wife with laughter by mentioning the fact of a prostitute straddling your face and possibly having an STD. Again, if, if we haven't said it already, welcome to the fucking shit show. I apologize for nothing. Turn us off if it bothers you, but you fucking know you love it. Joe continue.
1: <laughs> I can't I lost my place in the goddamn night. All right, so so
0: if, if they had Johns that came in that you know, you know, patrons that they've realized, hey, this motherfucker's a well, got the fucking money, he yeah. ain't giving all that money up though. We're gonna fucking murk him.
1: And- I actually think they got the best treatment because they're like, kill him. He's got the money. Versus, I don't know, showing two, three months pregnant, going through those fucking woes and then getting well, beat. Like, with if you're sticks. gonna
0: compare the fucking customer. God, if you're gonna compare the customer to the fucking, you know, the Look at the fucking workers, way
1: I formatted those notes. Yes, they got the best treatment.
0: Fair play. But yeah, the Johns would get murdered. They'd be buried also in the mass graves and all the cash on them would be stolen. Yeah. Uh, all the girls that were recruited normally started between the ages of 11 and 13.
1: Yes. Most. But most retired by 24 you, years old, either by death, or they became waitresses. I was going to say,
0: you should have you put retired in quotes. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guarantee you, there wasn't a lot of fucking ex-prostitute waitresses hanging around that fucking joint.
1: So, it, it honestly, it just depended. It really did. Because of the verbiage that was used, it honestly just depended. I would honestly say that it's probably a 50-50 slot um, at this point in time in the story of
0: All right. these sisters. Well, well, let's get this, this final note because I'm reading it. Yeah. And I, I got to say, I, 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 would I would like a little more context best can be given because I'm seeing Salvador, here's the nickname in quotes, the executioner, last names, Estrada Bocanegra. Had physically nailed girls to the walls on many occasions. Yeah, he And he loved enjoyed that burying them alive and throwing them off roofs. Yeah. Joe, who the fuck was Salvador the Executioner Estrada Bocanera? Okay. Bocanegra.
1: So, so again, 50 50 split. I'm going to just say that. For the best of I, our research. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. These 25 year old girls who would either A, meet death or become waitresses when they decided to meet death or Delfina decided they should meet death yeah i because... don't think they had a say yeah no no
0: pretty no, sure no. there been a lot of girls serving drinks
1: yeah yeah they'd be like all right that's cool
0: <laughs> yeah I can, sl- I can sling a mean fucking the martini mojito. yeah yeah i got you girl i'll pick them nachos and fucking sauce out don't you fucking worry dels <laughs>
1: yeah. um so yeah uh they would some the whatever percentage of girls would be sent off to salvador the executioner he loved, again, nailing the girls to the walls. He loved the torture. Fucking so maybe hell. he was a weird, you know, SM kind of like, like back the, in the day. Like the camp in
0: Pulp Fiction.
1: Eh, maybe so. Yeah, no, hey, yeah, I um, Not that Yeah, the camp. I guess, a- honestly, I would rather be nailed to a wall alive and hoping to God I fucking like bleed out because he nicked a fucking major artery. But the, I think what bothered
0: me—you don't get a nickname of the executioner if you do sloppy wall nailings.
1: I, there. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, no. Yeah, but the fact that he enjoyed burying people, uh, these girls alive, and loved throwing them off roofs between the roofs and getting nailed against the wall—it's one or the other. That—that that by itself is a fifty-fifty. I don't give a sh. Well, I, mean, I the, don't want to be buried alive. I gotta you think, know me in suffocation. Yeah. And, I gotta and,
0: think at the times though, and where they're located, and the 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 way their business is. I'm thinking the roof can't be more than two or three stories. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: honestly. He probably would still bleed to death unless he got you perfectly right on the head.
0: That's what I'm saying. Unless you fall and break your neck, you're just going to be in a lot of fucking pain. Then he's going to do else. I I mean, obviously, this guy's not looking to kill you quick. (laughs) i
1: would be praying for, give me a ball peen hammer. I will do it to myself. Let me hit myself in the head, and then I will jump from the roof. Like, fuck Uh, it. Or just, you know, roll me off. But just like all fucking empires, they have to fucking burn. They all fucking fall at some point in time. And Phew. in 1963. What an empire this was. Yeah. Put the
0: Romans to shame. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> oh, that was in poor taste. Okay. I didn't say hey
0: sucristo <laughs> And believe you me, I thought it. <laughs> go ahead. Uh,
1: so in 1963, Ramon Torres, which is Il Tipo, which was Delphina's Delphina's son.
0: biological son. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, He got into an argument with the Lagos de Moreno, uh, the Jalisco, uh, Jalisco State cops, and was shot to death inside of one of the brothels of the sisters. Not good. No, no, absolutely not. And the police closed the brothel, and it said that Delfina, El Tempo's mother, went into a fit of fucking rage and ordered her lover, Black Eagle... To track down the comps who killed her son and killed them on the spot. Whoa. To kill them on the spot. And that he fucking did.
0: You um, don't earn a name like Black Egg. Like, you don't just give yourself that fucking name. No. That's a badass name from a fucking terrible dude, but that's a sweet fucking name.
1: Now, the picture I saw of him, he, he, was, he was Negros. Like so he was like dark skinned. Oh, he was
0: like southern Mexico. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little so close to the equator. Yeah. Than the so
1: yeah, yeah, I think that's actually what it so, meant was so like it was he ac- was so
0: it was actually a, a very racially charged name. Yeah. And maybe derogatory until he decided to fucking start Killing some we motherfuckers. We say
1: racial, but, like, again. You know
0: what I mean. I know. As, as, yeah. I like yeah, to
1: define that because a lot of, a lot yeah, of your other countries.
0: Your, your mom's literal island is called Negros Oriental, yeah, it's, and it's the, called that way because they they're are They're the
1: dark skin of the Orientals. Filipinos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, so in January 1964, one of the workers actually managed to exa- escape their main headquarters, Loma del Angel, through a small opening in the wall and actually fled. Now No, Zeninga, the Black, Black Eagle, Eagle yeah. yeah, and his cronies searched for Ortega to kill her, but they couldn't find her throughout the entire fucking countryside. Ortega ended up managing to get a hold of her mother and they both went to the Leon, uh, Guanajuato police to file a complaint and the cops she talked to luckily were not on the sisters' payroll because yeah. the sisters were well known. Yeah, Again, we say, And when we say police. luckily
0: a lot of the cops were on the payroll yeah. in Guanajuato around this time while this was going on so when we say luckily we mean goddamn, and that doesn't mean that there weren't cops in Leon that weren't on the payroll just luckily the ones she talked to were not
1: exactly yeah exactly so um they ended up getting a search and arrest warrant against Chewy and delfina so who does that
0: leave that leaves leggy yes yes so yes at this yes. point in time
1: because carmen's dead um january 14th 1964 the police i actually put police uh r- Por- raided
0: policia
1: <laughs> uh raided loma angel ranch the sisters they're actually even still dressed in black, mourning the death of El Tepo's death. So they're still mourning <laughs> Delfina's son's death when these police show up. Me, me a hard way up. to
0: say, oh, no, 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 not him. I know we have his picture up and all that stuff, but that's a different El That's That's El... That's El pay okay. <laughs> just reverse them <laughs> <laughs> it
1: has nothing to do with the police yeah. they come in, they served in the warrants. the sisters were actually extorted, uh, uh, escorted throughout the entire ranch while at this entire time the angry villagers gathered outside demanding to fucking <laughs> lynch these
0: how many, how many how many wives do you think drugged their husbands out there and the husbands like made eye contacts with the sisters. And they were like, you motherfucker, I seen you. And he was just like, I know, but the wife's here now. Just kill them. Kill all of them. Hang (laughs) them now. For God's sakes, don't let them speak.
1: (laughs) So while going through the house, the police and reporters found a half, or actually dozens of emaciated and dirty women at the ranch locked in between two different rooms. So there's three rooms at this ranch, two of which are filled with brothel Just workers. really
0: fucked up looking brothel yes. workers. And at this point, some of the girls that were in these rooms were, were pointing at spots in the ground and were telling the cops that that's where they would find, quote, the bodies. Um, a- angry and, and shouting obscenities at their accusers, the, uh, the, the three Gonzalez Valenzuela sisters uh, could do nothing but watch as their chauffeur was also arrested. This was uh, Captain, what, Aguilar? Yeah. Uh, was also arrested and, and was they forced him yeah. to dig Dang. into these fucking spots. So they're pissed off yelling because they know shit's about the It's all fucking going down. And they're literally making their own fucking limo driver actually do the fucking work. Uh, w- once it was unearthed, here's where we go, motherfuckers. This is why they are in the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, the, the authorities found decomposed bodies and bones of at least 91 women, men, and fetuses. Yes. Inside these, what, there was only, what, maybe, Mass graves. How many, though? Did it ever say? It was only like two or three. There was only two. Okay, so two. Okay. Yes. Um, no, I'm
1: sorry. I am, I'm sorry. I'm speaking ahead of, my, of myself in one mass grave.
0: Yeah, because they dug up more shit later, later. And, fa- and it and was like, okay, we, we have no idea at this motherfucking point who all these women were responsible for yeah. fucking murdering. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then at that point, under heavy military guard, the sisters were taken to jail in San Francisco del Ricon. Uh. Knowing the town wanted to lynch the women, the judge sent them to uh Torapu. Wait, Torapuato City Jail. Mm-hmm. Uh. Roughly a week later, uh, Maria Luisa Leggy. Uh, went to Mexico City police station and turned herself in.
1: Yeah. So the two sisters only
0: Delfina and Chewy were actually arrested. Yes. On so the it wasn't. Spot. Yeah. It wasn't three. Leggy so wasn't two. there, and I believe yeah. Leggy was running the other spot. Yes. Exactly. They had two different brothels. Yeah. Yep. Uh. So so at this point, Leggy Leggy said, "Fuck it," and turned herself in. Yeah. She was. She knew well, she thought she was, thought she was
1: immune. She thought she was immune. A du- a judge had granted her in her previous pro- uh, like state or province that she was granted immunity from the charges her sisters faced. Now, when she went to go turn herself she on her arrival. She went to her a, different, arrival, a different
0: province state, though, didn't she? she no, herself she in.
1: was in a different province state. She traveled no, saying, to Irapato. She, she,
0: she got that, 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 that immunity in a different yes, state. Yes. So that shit didn't fly in Irapato.
1: Yeah, exactly. So when she arrived.
0: <laughs> arrested immediately.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely arrested. Now, list leads us into the trial.
0: Don't trust 12. <laughs> I know there may be some cops listening. Y'all are probably good. Don't-
1: Trials are really weird in Mexico. Just saying. At this oh yeah, point let's in get time, to, let's get to the images. Trial. Yeah, this let's do the trial weird. now. Dozens
0: and just dozens. a heads up because you said you saw images. There are some images out there. There's actually a decent bit too of some audio out there. The only reason we didn't include it is it's all in Spanish. Yeah. There is. We couldn't or find if, a single. It,
1: honestly, it's either in Spanish or it's in Spanish and badly degraded to the point where I couldn't make right. it out. And Google Translate even couldn't even fucking handle Yeah, so if,
0: so if you're listening to this and you're mildly fluent in Spanish, there's some stuff you can go watch and stuff like news reports and things like that from it. We just didn't include it because, I mean, listen to us. You know what most of our fan base can and can't do. Half of y'all barely Yeah, I'm could.
1: barely speaking to Gollum Gulligan- Visaya over here. Half
0: of you fucked up rolling your joints while trying to listen to this <laughs> shit. We didn't, weren't going to put some kind of multicultural shit on you. But go ahead, Joe, with yes. the trial. Yeah, so
1: it leads us in the trial. Now dozens of ex-prostitutes accuse the sisters of rape, murder, and extortion. The also women accuse the sisters of dabbling in satism or Satanism forcing the women to practice sexual acts on animals and killing and torturing dozens of young girls and Johns. Well, I
0: mean, Mexico's got them donkey shows. It was
1: accused, but it was never corroborated.
0: Just going well, to put that out there. it's pretty widely accused in Tijuana that if I want to watch a chick and a donkey, uh. if I go to the right area, I can get it. And I don't know if that has anything to do with Satan.
1: So the particular account that points to the Satanism or what do you zoophilia at this point was like between a woman and a dash hound, like it, and she ended up like it's going having a donkey of dogs, and she ended up dying, or her sister was forced to kill her with like beating her with a stick. Gross, and again, yeah, it was literally one fucking obscure report, and I couldn't find any cooperation. So, so as
0: far as the girls having to perform with animals, that was just one, yeah, okay, and it fair play, fair play. Yeah, fair it play. was extrapolated.
1: Um, so Delphina. And Maria Luisa, uh, Luisa, Leggy. And, yeah, and uh, Maria de Jesus, Chewy. were all accused of corruption and bribing local and state authorities, um, who were brothel regulars. We I lo- want to I lo- highlight they- that. I love how they
0: accuse you bribed them. Well, what about them for accepting it? That's not the point. Yeah. How dare you show up with your giant Mexican suitcases full of money?
1: And and that might be why the the trial ended up becoming so fucking chaotic. Oh, Could you imagine
0: if you're a politician or a cop and you know you have monetary links to these fucking women? Good God. I would have been in the crowd being like, lynch them now. Put a rope around their necks, especially over the vocal cord area. (laughs) Uh, Do it now. Yeah,
1: get me out of this. So, again, the, the trial is very chaotic because insults and yelling back and forth in this uh, this, uh, uh, this room and
0: Oh, well, you're talking about between the sisters and their accusers. Yeah, they're yeah. going back and forth. Yeah, so anyone who was accusing the sisters of shit the sisters would, would just outburst in the courtroom yes. right back yeah. at them. They, Calling was, them was, names, yeah.
1: yelling fucking at them like, yeah. fuck you, this is not how it went down and they were stifled it. And honestly, when, when, you, when
0: you talk about that level, again, now this, none of this has to do shit with the fact that they found in one mass grave over 90 different fucking bodies. Yeah. You know, decomposed, bones, all that stuff. But they identified that it was at least roughly 90 different men, women, and fetuses in this. The, the sisters are guilty of all that shit. Yeah. However, what they're fussing about is they're saying, hey, everyone knew what was going on. And I would say this. I would say that the, the politicians and cops and military, all that, I'm sure they were taking money for the protection of the brothels. I doubt very many of them knew what was going on behind the fucking scenes because a lot of this shit that they were doing is completely unnecessary even when running a brothel. They could have got rid of the pregnant girls and just completely turned them out on the streets, went and recruited more. You didn't have to sit there and do all this other shit to run these successful brothels. Maybe they thought they needed to, but they didn't. They didn't.
1: Well, luckily, the trial was short, and a judge ended up sentencing the three sisters to 40 years in prison. In prison. Wow. They were charged with kidnapping, human trafficking, and aggravated
0: homicide. <laughs> I mean, to say the fucking least. Yeah. So that right, leads so, us
1: immediately to the aftermath. Right, uh, right, the yeah. Trial and yeah. all these so, crimes. So,
0: what, right, so Delphina yeah. uh, she was the oldest sister. She, she went mad. Yeah. Uh, fearing that she would be murdered in jail uh, in October, uh, October 7th of 1968, as she screamed and ranted in her jail cell, uh, workers that were doing repairs above her cell accidentally dropped a bucket of cement on yeah. her head. Now, we I'm going to say right now, accidentally in fucking quotes, because when you got ties to that many politicians, cops, military people in there, who fucking knows? Uh, but she did die. She died in a massive amount of agony. Um, you know, maybe less brutal than the crime she actually committed, but she basically had her fucking caved in, her head caved in in prison by a bucket of fucking cement.
1: Yeah, very far away from like medical help, and likely no medical help was gonna come and help her.
0: Yeah, if anything, they may have given her some fucking morphine and fucking you know kind of turned the lights off in the room and just fucking walked or their away. Their version
1: morphine. Be no, I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Leggy, uh, it's Maria Luisa. She died alone in her cell at Irapuato Jail on November 19th of 1984. Uh, her body already was being eaten by fucking rats uh, when she was discovered a day later. Rats don't wait. That's no. a good, fresh, fucking warm meal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then that leads us to finally uh, to, to Maria de Jesus. Chewy. The co-pilot. Uh, she was also the youngest of all four sisters. Again, remember, don't forget earlier we said Carmen was dead. Yeah. Um, she got off with cancer. Clearly, the, the fucking, she fucking skated on this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was the only one to serve her sentence and actually be freed from jail.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, while she was in jail, yeah, yeah. she spent her time cooking and selling her food to fellow inmates and guards. That's how she spent her time. can out again, hustle a hustler actually, now, you know what I'm saying? But then again, it actually leads back to what Delphina originally put her in charge of. The yeah, kitchen. she
0: was doing the cooking because yeah. Carmen was doing all the blackmail and extortion with the clothing and shit yep. like that. Leggy, we don't hear much about what she was doing, but I'm going to assume... Leggy was brutal enough, because they put her basically in charge of her own fucking brothel. Now, maybe that brothel was was the less... It was a
1: brothel that she actually saved up money for. So she she branched out. Yeah, she she saved up for the money she made with her sisters to open up her own thing. But But I will say this, in her own brothel, she, she never came up with allegations. They I didn't think, find
0: a mass grave on that site or anything. No,
1: I think honestly, either she filtered her girls, the bad girls, the retired girls oh, over yeah, to Delphina, the main ranch. Yeah, yeah. Or she didn't have that problem because of her location.
0: But we can honestly say, I mean, when you got 91 different murders there, yeah. she was definitely at that brothel while that shit went down. Mm. Whether or not she didn't carry those traditions onto her own, mm. absolutely more than likely she was there. Again, you know, that or is the way. she was it is. just
1: aware. Right Right. A aware is just as guilty of the fucking crime.
0: Uh, but it is unknown, uh, like you know, you know when or, or why roughly she was set free because she didn't serve the full 40 years. No,
1: she did. She, she did? served her goddamn time. Oh the, the, what is unknown is that when exactly the specific date she was freed.
0: But, gotcha, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, so I read that wrong, yeah, sorry. Yeah,
1: no, no, I may have put it in wrong. No, um, no, I'm
0: looking now, I read it wrong, it was me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she ended up at the legend, or hearsay says, that she actually met a 64 year old uh, guy while she was in prison named Antonio Hernandez. And after her release, after she served her time, they ended up getting married and they lived their life in obscurity. And she finally died of actually old age in 1990.
0: Yeah, she would have been in her late 60s around this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so she, she actually did get out of prison event, you know, yeah. after all this shit. Um, then we, we jump way far in the fucking future. Mm-hmm. 2002, Joe. Workers are clearing land for a new housing development in Purisima del Recón, Guanajuato. Site was about a mile down the road from uh, the Loma del Angel Ranch. Mm-hmm. At this point, while yeah. they're doing this, another pit was found.
1: This is the second pit we were talking about earlier right. that I misspoke. About. Remains
0: of about twenty people were found. Now again, Delfina's dead. Leggy's dead. Yep. Carmen's dead. Maria Chewy all dead they're yeah. dead there's nothing you can fucking do about it at this yeah. point it's 2002 again we're saying you know uh,
1: the uh, people who were the main the main yeah, Mar- criminals have
0: yeah, they're Ma- gone maria de jesus chewy was the the one that lasted the longest and she, she died in 1990 so we're, we're over it. we're 12 years later they found a pit with about 20 people in it authorities say that the bodies were buried between the 50s and the 60s now remember they were brought in in the mid-60s is when they were brought in and, and put to trial, go to jail, and all that stuff. was. They were brought in in like 64, 65. Yeah. So it, everything lines up with the decomposition and all that other stuff. Uh, and this actually raised the quote-unquote official number of murders for the uh, Gonzalez-Valenzuela sisters to 111 people. And that is why they're in the motherfucking record books and why we are referring to them as the Las Hermanas de la Muerte.
1: So I want to quickly go over the media. In 1976, a filmmaker by the name of Felipe Casales released Las Buquinas. It was a movie kind of detailing or kind of like superficially going over the details of all the murders. The following year, in 1977, there was an author by the name,
0: and I'm going to fuck it up. Jorge. Jorge. That's the easy part.
1: Eberguen
0: Gautia. Eberguen Gautia.
1: wrote Las Muertas. In 1992, a journalist by the name Elisa Robledo Extensively interviewed Maria de Jesus Chuy Gonzalez Venezuela while she was still in prison in the Salea prison, she ended up publishing off of these interviews the book Las Pequinkas. So term. she did.
0: So she didn't die in 1990. She died in the 90s.
1: Yes. But okay. she didn't die in 1990. Uh, I may have misspoke when I said okay. 1990. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, That's it, was, fine. it was very vague. Um, so she was still a prisoner in the uh, in Salea. And she ended up publishing a book, like I said. Her thorough investigation with the author uh, of the author and the lawyer.
0: What, you talking about Samuel Cruz? So, yeah, a, yeah. So, yeah, she did a thorough investigation. Uh, we're talking about Elisa Rob, uh, Robledo and the lawyer, Samuel Cruz. Uh, they uncovered egregious irregularities, Joe. Yes. Uh, mishandling of evidence. An uncorroborated allegation. Now, yes. remember, that's not to say that these four sisters did not do all the shit again. The bodies were fucking found there. there. Yeah. We're yeah. not doubting that. But what we are, again, like we were mentioned earlier, they were get, they were bribing off police officials, military politicians. So there was definitely a lot of shit. A
1: lot up. of hands in the goddamn cookie
0: jar. It, go, it goes to show, though, that maybe some of the cops, mm-hmm. some of the military and public officials did, in fact, maybe know what the sisters were doing to their quote-unquote retired workers. Because, again, when they went to trial, it's, it's pure speculation. Maybe they wanted a quick trial because they didn't want people to know that they were on their payroll. Yeah, they had no fine. idea what was going on. They were just on the payroll. Groovy. Fair play. Maybe they did know what was going on, but because they were on that payroll... They were going to be looked at a lot more closely. Yeah. So, so yeah, along yeah. with
1: the allegations of the, power, the powerful people using the brothels, they said that they need the sisters to take the fall. Oh, there absolutely. Was, yeah, yeah. And and like going along with what you were saying, well, what about some of the pregnant girls? You know, we both know that everybody likes their what they like. So- I'm sorry, but if the same guy's coming in, he's asking for the same girl, and all of a sudden she turns up pregnant, and he and she says, oh, it's your baby. Oh, he needs that to go away. Well,
0: yeah, especially if you're talking about like a politician or like high-ranking exactly. cop. Exactly. Yeah, that's where yeah, I for say. For sure, for sure on those instances. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's where I say they knew more than what they were trying to say. Again, I
0: doubt that happened 111 times. No. But to sit there and say out of 111 times that never happened once Hey, well, I, probably well, fuck it. No. Split
1: it down the mill. Fifty women no, or no fifty girls and fifty and fifty, and 50 pregnancies. No. I,
0: over I, a course of almost I, 15 years. Even if it happened once or twice, there's still somebody who was involved with it that did not want shit getting dug up. And again, whether or not they had anything attaching them to this place other than accepting bribes so that no attention was given to them, you're a public official. A lot of people that are involved in police work are elected. Politicians are elected. Military people are in positions because of politicians and all this other stuff. You're talking about d- demotion. You're talking about potentially being completely jobless, having your honor stripped, losing your office, all these other things. So, again, like. Yeah,
1: there's a big reason why the, the sisters possibly took a fall. Now, because of yeah, all of this, this investigation. Yeah,
0: fucking, yeah. This. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, this new evidence ended up bringing the last surviving prisoner, Captain Agia. He was a chauffeur, and he was that body disposer right. we talked about earlier. Again,
0: not a good person. Yeah. Not a good person.
1: Yeah. So, the point in time, he was 76 years old. He was then told he'd be free. He fell dead of cardi- a cardiac arrest from hearing the fucking news. He finds out... Holy shit, I'm 76. I'm finally going to get let go. And boom, has a goddamn heart attack and fucking falls dead.
0: And you know what? What? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? (laughs) A little too ironic. (laughs) Hey, I really do think it's getting freed from prison when you're having a heart attack. And who would have thought Captain Aguilar? <laughs> and that is the end of the epic tale of the Gonzalez Val- Valenzuela sisters. That wraps this episode of Spread the Dread podcast. We hope you fucking enjoyed it show where do they need to go to stay in contact with us
1: spread the dread or spread the dread podcast at gmail.com yes
0: and of course you'll find all the links to all the podcast sites that host us our youtube our bit shoot our facebook our instagram give bit shoot some love please absolutely give bit shoot some love they're not going to censor us or anything like that so we mostly just upload there to, to have a place where everything's held in case youtube finally catches on to us and If some of those video views get much higher, they may start looking at us. Thank you all for doing that. Uh, And then, of course, don't forget about the five-star super spreader Spread the Dread podcast stickers. You can get those by leaving us a good review on any platform of your fucking choice at this point because... Not everybody has Apple, and a lot of the Android-based apps are just fucking weird when it comes to the reviews. So I don't, we don't give a shit at this point. We got stickers. We want to give them away and let y'all advertise yeah, give us. give us a
1: goddamn screenshot of you liking every single fucking episode on Stitcher. Fucking do it to it.
0: And make sure to send us your mailing address. We prefer it on IG, but you can send it on Facebook or Gmail, and we'll get those stickers out to you so that you can represent us. Or Snapchat
1: that shit with a dick pic.
0: <laughs> yes, Snapchat. Spread the dread. Is it spread the dread or spread the dread podcast?
1: Spread the dread podcast. Either way, it comes
0: up. Spread the dread podcast on or go Snapchat. On
1: goddamn IG and find the fucking little code that you're supposed to scan.
0: Either way, Joe needs some nudity. As long <laughs> as you're above eighteen, I don't give a fuck what you do on that. I don't have <laughs> it on my phone, so feel free to gross her the fuck out. Please. <laughs> but that's it. We and, and also don't forget to check out Killing Time podcast. That was our promo swap of this week. Doing great stuff over there, so definitely check them out. And, uh, that's it, is it not? Yeah, that's it. All right, well, we'll see you next time with a new crime. Hope you have a good day or a good night. And in the words of our man, Jack Torrance, Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?